Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Conversations on Dance is generously made possible by Yumiko. Yumiko creates handmade dancewear for dancers by dancers and for years has been a favorite of students and professionals alike. Recently, we had the opportunity to chat with the founder of this legendary brand, Yumiko Takashima, and hear more about her career as a professional dancer, how she created her first leotard, and how she built the company into the brand we love today. Tune in now to hear her speak with us in episode 153 and visit yumiko.com to browse their incredible catalog of customizable dancewear and ready-to-wear styles. This episode is brought to you by the Town of Vail, a sponsor helping to host the Vail Dance Festival in our community. I'm Rebecca King-Ferraro. And I'm Michael Breeden, and you're listening to Conversations on Dance. This week on Conversations on Dance, we talk with dancer-turned-photographer Aaron Bayano from the Vail Dance Festival. If you follow the Vail Dance Festival on social media, it is Aaron's beautiful photos that tell the story of the festival from rehearsals to performances. Aaron grew up on the Upper West Side of Manhattan and attended the School of American Ballet before joining American Ballet Theater. She danced with ABT for six years before retiring from the stage. She quickly found a love for photography and was mentored by culture photographer Paul Kolnick. Her work has been published in Vanity Fair, Time Out New York, Entertainment Weekly, InStyle, Cosmopolitan, New York Magazine, and various other publications. Here, Erin talk about her dance career, including her role in the movie Center Stage, about how she became interested in photography, how Paul taught her how to photograph dance, and her role at the Vail Dance Festival. Thank you so much for joining us today, Erin. I know you have like a really busy shooting schedule here your whole time. So we're really happy that you could come up and chat with us. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I love your show. I love your podcast. Oh my gosh. It's an so honor. Oh. <laughs> so let's just start at the beginning. How did you get your start in ballet and what was your training like? 
My start in ballet, my first school was actually Ballet Hispanico. Not a whole lot of people know that. Oh, interesting. Um, it was my neighborhood school. Mm-hmm. So I enrolled there and I took flamenco and ballet. And wow. yeah. That's fun. Um, and then about after a year, um, I'd gotten a lot of performing experience there, which I treasured. Um, we performed a lot for the community, you know, just educational mm-hmm. outreach. And um, after about a year, someone said, you know, to my mom, your daughter's pretty good at ballet. Right. You know, you might want to check out the School of American Ballet. Uh-huh. Ah. So when I was, I think, nine, uh, I auditioned mm-hmm. and I got in. Mm-hmm. So I started in third division and went straight through. Wow. That's such so, yeah. a, it's a, you're a rare bird there. <laughs> yeah. There's not that too many of us. Uh-huh. There's so a few survivors. What was your path beginning. like after that? Did you have ideas of, do you keep your options open for a number of companies or were you just like, you know, these are the companies I want to be in and I'm going to... Funny, you should ask. Because yeah. <laughs> I actually, I got into Miami and I almost went there. So oh, we could have danced oh together. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, I ended up um, going to ABT. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after a workshop, I went over there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, I, I kind of didn't want to leave New York. Because mm-hmm. so, well, my mom well, was there and we're does. very close. <laughs> yeah. I, um, all my friends seemed to move away. Uh, and then, so I stayed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I danced with ABT for about seven years what was your time like there what were some of your favorite onstage memories um well i love the company i love the camaraderie the core is at least in my time i think it is still is very very close yeah really tight-knit um i had to change my entire style because i was scb trained so that was um I was really open to it and I was Mm -hmm. excited about it so that was fun for me Uh to change my portobra and just learn new things and yeah um I love the rep and I loved working with um especially uh Lara Lubavitch at the time came and choreographed a lot with us and I did a little Twyla and a little DeMille and um yeah I think looking back I think the rep was probably my most favorite thing to dance did they have a conversation with you about changing or were you just like you knew what that that was what part going to be part of the process yeah I don't think it was ever spoken about but Mm -hmm. um when I was an apprentice I started with Kevin McKenzie's Nutcracker Uh (laughs) um so that was uh my first experience there as an apprentice and then the first thing uh the the new apprentices learned was the Corps of Giselle Mm -hmm. so they sort of just took us into studio and started working on our arms and our neck and so yeah, the changes. Natural. Yeah, it was sort of just implied. Right. Also, right. I used to take bar and point shoes. I remember. I think it was like Maggie Black was like, "No, take those off." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Did you feel like you really wanted to join New York City Ballet while you were at SAB? And then was it kind of did that not happen for you, or were you just like, yeah. "I'm not interested"? No, I was absolutely interested. Mm-hmm. Peter actually passed on me after mm-hmm. workshop, and um, I was devastated. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is the only company that exists for right. me." Right. Right. Um, not that ABT was any sort of consolation prize. Right. I always sure, admired sure. them, so right. I don't want it to seem like that. But um, yeah, it was really hard. And I think at the time they were less open to pe- people going to other companies or encouraging people to go to other companies. It was sort of I, like, this yeah. is the prize. Everything else is secondary. I think they've done right. a lot of work on that. That's the yeah, impression I get. Because certainly I wasn't too much after you and it was very much just like, you know, we are the best school in the world because we serve the best company in the world, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. And you just had your blinders on for the one goal. So then missing that was kind of rough. Yeah. But- <laughs> I was devastated. I got over it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, As we do. Yeah. And I still love, uh, I, I shoot for them now. Mm-hmm. 
which is that's amazing yeah and I love it and I always love the dancers there and I always love the rep and I always go back and watch and yeah yeah so so good transition now when did you first become interested in photography was that while you were still dancing or did that happen a little later it happened really late for me um I sort of fell into it when I was at SEB I it's kind of do you want the long version? Or yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so one summer I worked in the press office at City Ballet. Mm-hmm. Like oh. it's a summer job. At, well, and, you were at SAB. Well, I was at SAB. And um, just for some extra cash. Mm-hmm. And I had met Paul Kolnick, who, I had sort of, who was the resident photographer yeah. in our right. City Ballet for almost Forever. four years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he had shot some of our lecture demos and our workshops. So I kind of knew him. And uh, he's like, oh, you do administrative work. That's cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. he said, I have a lot of stuff to file in my office. Mm-hmm. You know, if you ever need a, you know, kind of part-time job, yeah. um, we have some things to do at my studio. So I did. I, I was still dancing. I was still in school and I worked for him part, very part-time. And then I went off to ABT and fully forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And I was never a shutterbug, like at all. What kind of stuff were you doing for him? Were you like helping go through photos or? Yeah, it's, it's actually funny. Um, well, at the time I was, uh, he just was really backed up in his filing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There were negatives everywhere. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, prints everywhere. Uh-huh. And right. Just film. Right, yeah. right. Um, so I did stuff like that. Okay. And, um, yeah, just very administrative capacity. Yeah. Nothing yeah. hands on. Right, like, right. Like, mm-hmm. So years went by and I went to ABT and then um, I, I never really took photos. It wasn't my thing, which uh-huh. is funny. Um, and I retired. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And uh, I had run into him in the street and he said, uh, I said, yeah, you know, I'm contemplating going back to school. I just left my job. I don't know. You know, I'm going to freelance for a while. Uh-huh. He said, well, my assistant just left if you need work. So I went back and worked for him. And then just the work just started getting more intense. Like mm-hmm. uh, he taught me how to print in the darkroom. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that. And then came the fateful day. He was like, I have this job. I double booked myself and I would really love if you can go shoot City Ballet. Oh. <laughs> well, I go shoot Hairspray in Seattle. Uh-huh. And I, was, I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. So I was familiar with, you know, just managing his cameras yeah. and sure. being around it, but I had never actually shot. So we did a real quick course. Mm-hmm. I think it was just being territorial because I think photographers, you know, the work is, so, it's hard. It's, you know, not that easy to get. And yeah. um, so I think he wanted to make sure that, you it's know, I, I was stayed in the hands covering. Of someone. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was covering City Ballet while he was doing uh, broad, like Broadway stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, so how did that shoot turn out? <laughs> I think it was pretty horrible. <laughs> it was film. So, um, yeah, it was uh, back in those days. He had these uh, <laughs> exposure cards for every ballet. Mm-hmm. So I, I was armed with some index cards mm-hmm. to know when to switch, you know, the exposure. Wait, that's amazing. Because, because of the film the, camera. And because of the lighting and yeah. whatever. So he had all the repertoire for New York City Ballet all figured out like that. Yes. Wow. That's how we did it. So if it was a long ballet like Midsummer, it would be, you know, part by part. Mm-hmm. Right, like right, right. Oberon Solo, this exposure. So, wow. you know, this part, someone says that's part. fascinating. To yeah. That's, so that must have been very helpful for you, because that was one thing I was going to ask you that, like, I know, I mean, I take some photos, but I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, I have a camera and I need to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that would be great. Um, but, you know, if you even if you take like your iPhone out and you try to take a picture of the stage, it's just like blown out exposure or it's too dark. Yeah. So how that's like a whole different experience. So is that something he really helped you with to understand that stage lighting situation? Yeah. He was a brilliant teacher. And yeah. it's amazing. He never danced a step in his life, but he's one of the best dance photographers yeah, yeah. ever. That's so and he doesn't uh, shoot continuously. He, he waits. Uh-huh. You know, he... 
a lot of times, especially because of the ca- the shutter noise, you know, you have to mm-hmm. be very quiet in the theater. Sure. People do complain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had some that are like, they don't know when to do it. Distracting. I get it. Um, so yeah, his timing is brilliant. So there were times I would just sit with him while he shot at the theater to sort of get the, get that timing. Yeah. He was a brilliant mentor and I was super lucky and I just, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. So then from there I took a course, um, at ICP international center of photography on Mm -hmm. photojournalism, Mm -hmm. learned all of that. I, um, kind of worked on my technique on my own and, uh, it came to the point uh, where I was doing a lot of interacting with the editor at the New York Times mm-hmm. for Paul. Mm-hmm. And one day I, you know, summed up the courage to say, hey, I, I also shoot. Can I show you my portfolio? So mm-hmm. so they start hiring me on a freelance basis there, which was amazing. So yeah. I started working for the art section at the uh-huh. Times and then also got the courage one day to approach the style section editor and said, hi, I want to shoot fashion. And they said, okay, <laughs> which is, I think I got a lot of opportunities before mm-hmm. I was actually ready. Right. I don't think, looking back, I was going through my archives and I thought, oh God, these are terrible. Uh, but, <laughs> like, I'm so embarrassed. But I feel like that's such, that's such a dancer thing too, to think though, that you, you presume that you were not ready, but I mean, any other so people who haven't been through what we've been through, I sometimes just have that confidence to go in and be like, I'm totally underqualified and I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Take it like, till you make it. We've been like honing one skill, like overdeveloping it for yeah. decades. So then when we try something new, it's like, I'm garbage at this. Uh, yeah, Why am I not as I good suck. as the other? Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Perfection is highly valued. Yeah. So, totally. Or the goal. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So that was how I started shooting full time. I just want to step backwards mm-hmm. really quickly. What was it that made you retire after six years with American Ballet Theater? Was there something in particular or were you kind of like, I'm done? Because that was relatively yeah. shorter career. It really yeah. was. Yeah. I, um, you know, company structure and company life wasn't really for me. Mm-hmm. It felt, I felt very not in control of my career. Mm-hmm. I think it was also the timing. Nowadays, I feel like dancers have so much more autonomy and they don't mm-hmm. need to wait for permission to do things or to mm-hmm. choreograph or to work with other people. Or, you know, mm-hmm. then it felt like when you're in a company, you're in a company, especially right. in the core. And yeah. I mm-hmm. felt, yeah, I just didn't really feel that in control of my life or career. Right. And I knew I needed something different or yeah. It's all meant to be clearly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was sort of like, Oh, I could go to another company. And I was like, you know what? I, I think I'm done. Wow. Yeah. That's good though. Yeah. So it must've been, did you, do you think that transition was maybe easier than for you? Cause you were kind of like made it on your own. Exactly. Yeah. You were like, I'm done. And then you right away fell into something you found passion for. Yeah. I, I was lucky. Yeah. I was really lucky because I did. I mean, actually, when I look back, I, I had a really a lot of odd jobs mm-hmm. <laughs> like, after um, I was in that movie Center Stage. <laughs> <laughs> in that movie. That, that movie. movie. I still get like $20 residual checks every yes. quarter. <laughs> Wait, can we? I wanted, was hoping you would bring that up. Tell us about your time. You are so Center featured. Stage. I literally, I watched it probably less than a week ago for the first time in years. And I was just like, Aaron's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was great. You cried on screen. I did. They yeah. blew the stuff in my eye. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Is that how they do it? Yeah. And you're just like, magic. ow. Yeah, it was like, it was some menthol powder or something. <gasps> uh, oh, no. Yeah. You're like, ow, ow, ow. It was actually really <laughs> funny and fun. But um, yeah, I made, uh, I'm still friends with Amanda Scholl. We yeah. keep in touch on Instagram. Oh, I love crazy. her. Um, of course, you know, Sasha and Stella, that was mm-hmm. my generation. Mm-hmm. But it was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, we had the best time. That's so cool. What was the audition process like to get into that? Because I know they used For a Center lot of, S- yeah, they used a lot of SAB kids, right? They did. It was yeah. uh, City Valley and ABT. Mm-hmm. 
I think it, somehow how the schedule worked out, City Ballet was more available for them. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why ABT just did like the Little Swans part. And, mm-hmm. um, they all we all just sort of got sides for the different parts. Mm-hmm. Like I read for Jody. And then I read for the girl who gets fat and gets kicked out. <laughs> but I think at the time I wasn't fat enough. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, and so they ended up just, um, they kept bringing me back. And I think by the end, we all had principal roles. Like they would just, the director, Nicholas Heitner, would say, oh, here, you say this line, you right. know? And so I think they were going crazy because they were like, you know, the, the producers were like, oh, great. Now we have another principal contract yeah. as she's speaking. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. So, yeah. Um, thought, the first thing I thought I was like, oh, Aaron made money. Like yeah, as soon as you open your mouth, because that's like a huge change yeah. on set, right? Like huge. the second you say something, they like run over with a new contract or like yep. sign this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And it was happening constantly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah, it was a fun summer. I, I had bet. a great time. Yeah. Did you ever think like, oh, maybe acting could be something that I could do? Did you ever kind of get tempted? I mean, a little bit, but I was more interested about actually the production side. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I became friends with the assistant director mm-hmm. and he actually hired me as a PA. Oh. So I was fascinated by what was going on around me, and mm-hmm. I sort of hung out with the crew a lot because right. we were on set for so long. Mm-hmm. Which I think, looking back, I, I kind of hung out with a lot of crews. <laughs> At ABT, I was sort of, you know, always talking to lighting and the stage mm-hmm. production people. So maybe it was sort of, you know, the seeds of yeah. what I was interested in. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I became a PA and realized that it was just, it was a miserable experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I've PA'd before too, and it's, it's not my favorite. No, it's it's brutal actually. Yeah. 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 I did it for Ezra's Moulin Rouge shoot. Yeah. And I was like, you know, my husband Neil works on these videos with Ezra. And I Ezra thought- Ezra Hurwitz, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. <laughs> um. He so I just thought like I'd like to be there. Ezra's a very close friend of mine too, and I'd like to be part of the process. So it's like, oh, and if I could, you know, throw me some cash, like great. Sure, why not? But I would it was it's a lot. Yeah. And the other PAs, and this was like this was a moment of like ballet prepares you for other things. I had never done it, but the other PAs were just so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're motivated. Yeah. I was like fun. I there was one point where I felt like it was like, um, Lindsay Lohan when all the when Regina is out of commission and Mean Girls yeah. and they look at her and, and I was like oh wait I'm the new Queen Bee like someone came in and was like we need a blah 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 and everyone just turned and looked at me and I was like okay guess I'm getting this job you're oh, nailing the God. PA job that's awesome sorry to hijack your interview <laughs> no not at all I, I just I, you know there, uh, I did this shoot it was a Woody Allen movie and then we did this uh, movie with Winona Ryder and Richard Gere and it was these like Autumn in New York. Autumn in New York. Yeah, Yeah, I was a PA on that. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I had to like lock up the the West Side Highway. Like me, little small five foot four me was like telling cars to not go and people Uh. would push you. And I was (laughs) standing in the rain and the cold for like 16 hours. And I thought I just... I'm not suited for this. <laughs> no, that's something different. You yeah. need to find something different. So who are some of your greatest influences as a photographer? You already talked about Paul, but are there any others that you've worked with that have in, really influenced you? In the dance realm or Actually, I, that's something I'd like to know more about. Like, do you, yeah. do you look to other dance photographers for influence or are you kind of as inspired by someone who does something totally different? I think a little of both. Mm-hmm. I love what the Jacob Jonas company is doing if, uh, with all the sites so specific work. Um, I like Rachel Neville's work mm-hmm. a lot because mm-hmm. it's very classic looking. Right. Um, but I also look to I look to fashion yeah. a lot um, and the way those shoots are sort of structured and the lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, I I sort of have a hard time here putting people in point shoes outside. It's like a thing I have to get over. <laughs> I'm like they don't belong. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I think for me it's it's hard sort of to create 
portraits um, that I think ballet photography can cross into tacky really fast. And if it's yeah. not purposely oh, yeah. camp, then you're in some weird territory. So yeah, I, I just... I We have the this joke at Miami City Ballet, some of the core girls that photographers love to do um, shoots with people naked in point shoes. <laughs> like, why? And they're always in the weirdest... Wet them down, oil yeah. them up. Yeah, it's so Put them like, in a, so a lake. Yeah, like that's not pretty or interesting. But yeah, you're right. It can just yeah. become something super weird. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to put you in a pair of jorts in the street uh. with point <laughs> shoes, you know? Right. <laughs> not yeah. do that. Yeah. But see, that's the eye that you have as a ballet dancer to know that that's not what we need <laughs> <Okay>. to do. <laughs> it's so funny, though, because um, there was this one shoot I did for Dance Against Cancer um, mm-hmm. with Aaron Fogarty, who's amazing from Manhattan Youth Ballet. And, you know, I was so conscious about uh, it being in a, in a photo studio where the floor was really hard. And, you know, I sent out an email, you know, you won't be asked to do anything right. really hard or right. terrible. And then everyone like, wanted a few to. weeks next. No, like a few <laughs> weeks later, I go online and everyone's doing this shoot in like 32 degree weather outside. Uh. And they're like jumping. In. <laughs> I thought, OK, well. Yeah, <laughs> you're being so conscientious. Well, yeah. that's yeah. funny because I was going to ask you, like, are there ways where you feel obviously it's a huge leg up to have been a dancer? Mm-hmm. You know, you know what you're looking at, but mm-hmm. do you ever feel like it could get in your way? Like another photographer might just, you know, again, yeah, absolutely, not, yeah, totally. I think sometimes I feel a little bit stifled by the perfection factor because mm-hmm. I know that, you know, the dancers you want them to love their photos and love how they're presented and they work so hard on technique. You know it's hard to get yeah. dancers to be happy with how they look. Absolutely. Yeah. The approvals are kind of rough sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. That's just because dancers are critical of themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because um, photography on its own is so different. You know, sometimes uh, a lot of people aren't happy with photos that get pu- published, but I can see the editor's point of view sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. They think, oh, they're jumping in the air. That's dynamic. Right. Mm-hmm. And it is. Or, oh, there's like a lot of color here with a bunch of tutus, but, mm-hmm. you know, the dancers are sickled and don't look great. And the right. core behind them looks like hell. And, right. you know, like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the principal looks amazing. Yeah. So it's there's a lot of, I think, parameters that you have to work with mm-hmm. and within so sometimes I feel a little stifled by those. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, this photo is kind of messy, but I really like it. And I'm yeah. kind of going to push for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and have, hopefully. Has there ever been something that's been published of yours that you were like, oh, my God, from like the dance ballet dancer perspective, I hate this. But the editor, like you're saying, really liked it. Yeah. I think I learned the hard way that um, you should never submit anything you're not completely confident about mm. because there was but one they don't I, see it they yeah <laughs> exactly um, there's this one shoot I went to and I, um, I can't remember it was like a modern dance shoot uh, mm. that the time sent me to and it was a really just not ideal situation it was dark and they gave me you know not a lot of time so I got mm. some really terrible photos and I sent in something like three which is a low edit and I mm. thought oh, you know let me just send something more just yeah. to cover and mm-hmm. I sent them like a not good photo and, and of you. course that's the one that ran uh-huh. so i was a little mortified but yeah you know you, you move on <laughs> <laughs> no your photos are fantastic yeah. Well, thanks yeah so how let's talk about the veil dance festival how yeah. did you start coming here you've been the photographer here for a long time a right? long time this is my i want to say 12th year if it's wow. if, if it's damien's 13th year then it's my 12th year because i wow. came right a year after, after he started yeah amazing um yeah, how did I start here? It seems like so long ago because yeah, it I was. Um, well, Heather, I've known Heather and Damien forever, mm-hmm. like since I was a tween. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Heather from uh, when she was uh, the head of the summer program in Saratoga in mm-hmm. this uh, New York mm-hmm. State Summer School of the Arts. Um, and Damien, I think I actually met him, met him when I was in the school and we were doing Stanford Nutcracker. Mm. And he had coached me a little bit 
on the fly when I was doing lead Mars band and gave uh. some really good pointers. <laughs> and then um, when I was in the school, I was in, it might've been the first ballet he ever choreographed, mm-hmm. if not one of them. So yeah, we'd always kept in touch. Yeah. And um, yeah, when I started shooting, they've both been so supportive mm-hmm. of my work and mm-hmm. they asked me to come, come out here and shoot. And yeah, yeah. Shoot you have. I have. (laughs) Oh my God. I haven't, it's been nonstop and it's been great. What is your day like here? Because Mm. for people who haven't been to the festival, there's constant rehearsals going on all the time. These um, social media, Veil Dance Festival social media is banging out your pictures like crazy, like as they happen. Is it turnover? Like you just have to get it. Like you shoot it, send it. Yeah. Everything's a rush. I bet. I bet. (laughs) Um, Typical day. And how do you like make sure that you're at the rehearsals that are important for marketing to like put out there? Like this is coming up, you know, like how do you plan that kind of stuff? Um, We both, I sort of self-identify what I think I haven't covered and try Mm -hmm. to cover it. And then also sometimes marketing or press or social Mm -hmm. will say, hey, can you go over and shoot Mm -hmm. the new pack? Right. Right. I'll do that. But Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times I'm just trying to just cover all the bases. You just kind of, yeah. 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 Especially if it's a new collaboration Mm -hmm. or someone who hasn't been to the festival before. Um, And then I also try to make time to to get everyone out and do our In the Wild series. I love those. Oh, my gosh. It's really fun. Yeah, I bet that's really fun. Yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous here, so you can't go wrong. Why not? Beautiful dancers in this department. Yeah. So um, how many times are you submitting photos a day to the powers that be in yeah. marketing or wherever. We have a giant <laughs> Dropbox file. Uh-huh, I bet. And um, I think probably average about three a day. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Like yesterday I started with you guys at 9.30 mm-hmm. in the morning shooting James Whiteside's yeah. right. podcast. We have to find those yet. photos from you too. We have to, yes. <laughs> we have to post They're them. in the Dropbox. Oh, okay. um, yeah. They get watermarked with the veil. Mm-hmm. Watermark. Right. Um, yeah. And then at the shows I'll shoot at night. What is it? 7.30 mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, go back to the condo and then just start editing and then I submit and then someone in the morning does all the captioning mm-hmm. sorry for <laughs> I'll send you know 60 photos yeah. right, right. then they get watermarked and then they get distributed mm-hmm. or if there's press like last night Jennifer Garner was at the performance mm-hmm. so we took some pre- you know some photos of her and James and those will get distributed to whoever's interested media right. outlets so yeah. I turn them into the press people here. right so yeah awesome yeah so cool Servicing the press needs yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. so on top of it. I love it. <laughs> That's right. So, so something I I was thinking about in terms of dance photography is that it's an inherent challenge that you're trying to capture movement in a still photo. Yeah. So how do you work around that? And when do you feel like you've done it most successfully? Mm. Um, you mean sort of timing wise or sort of a... I guess um, timing or just like what the photo evokes, like that it evokes movement well. Mm. Yeah, um... I don't know. It's a sort of intangible thing. It's hard to to quantify sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you sort of know it when you see it, yeah. I feel like. And it, the more you do it, the more you're also in tune to seeing everything that's going on, not just mm-hmm. the principle. Right. I think when I first started, uh-huh. I was just following that person. And then you sort of start to see the bigger picture around it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some obvious things that, you know, as a dancer, or even if just if you've seen a lot of dance that someone's about to jump or mm-hmm. someone's, right. you know, about to do something right, right, spectacular, right. grand. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm more interested in this, the subtler moments, mm-hmm. the in-betweens. Mm-hmm. And there's some dancers that give you some really great in-betweens that it's not actually a step. It's right. just a, it's a move, it's motion, it's right. a movement. It's, and yeah, I think I'm kind of looking for those, especially if it's a, a ballet that's been photographed over the years, mm-hmm. over and over again, because 
sometimes the, you know these moments are preordained. Right. It's, there's the arabesque. That's mm-hmm. where you nail it down. Right. right. And then it's and you know it. it's the same yeah. people. You know mm-hmm. that's agon, and that's right. how it looks. Yeah. And that's. Right. But if you can find something, some little nuance, or yeah. yeah, that's that's special. It feels good when you when you get that. Do you feel like when you're here shooting, I would imagine you shoot mostly newest, the newer works here, right? Then I guess, I mean, when you go to New York City Ballet or something, like you've seen, like you're talking about Aegon, you've seen it before, you know. Mm-hmm. But do you find that going to rehearsals really helps you then when you get to the performance for the photos because you kind of are more familiar with the choreography? Absolutely. Yeah. And then they throw in the lighting, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it all goes. And there's no index card for that, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. You just try to do your best. Yeah. Um, yeah, like last night, uh, Lilac Garden was very, very dark. Yeah. It was dark, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had been to the rehearsal, so I sort of knew what was coming. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it absolutely does help but to, so, to so know. So many of the rehearsals here are during the day, so yeah. the lighting is like... Right. You don't know what's, hap- what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's challenging, but I, it de- rehearsal definitely works. Yeah. And I, I get that. mad at myself if I'm like, I knew that was coming and I didn't get it. <laughs> Such a ballet dancer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stew over that for a little while. <laughs> That's so funny. So you obviously you shoot so many other things outside of mm-hmm. dance. What are your favorite subjects to shoot? Um, I really like portraiture a lot. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love uh, I've been shooting Fashion Week for a while, which it's a circus and mm-hmm. I just love it. Yeah. The sense of theatrics totally makes sense to me, I guess, from being in the ballet world. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you go and it's, you know, the hair and the makeup and the lighting and it's a show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, so I really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just, I just like shooting. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Vacation night. I'll still shoot. You yeah. Know? It's just, I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah, but those are mainly what I like. So um, you just kind of take whatever project comes your way. You're just like open to anything. Yeah. 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 Um, I have a couple of other clients. I have, you know, arts clients that I work for that I love. Mm-hmm. And I also um, work for some clients that I just believe in what they're doing. You mm-hmm. know, there's um, uh, art for justice. I just start working for them and mm-hmm. it's something that's really enriching or I'll shoot for the Aspen Institute and learn something new and, esoteric and uh, you know, right, just, right. yeah so um anything that sort of f- feeds an inherent curiosity because i love dance but it's good to sort of diversify right. sure <laughs> yeah. yeah i would imagine that yeah. that's true your eye needs to travel yeah so i think we can go to our final segment the lightning round oh okay so <laughs> yeah so we just offer you know one short question and yeah. you think of the first thing <laughs> so if you could come back to stage for one night only and dance any ballet what would it be oh that's a hard one I don't know, but it would definitely be Balanchine. Yeah. <laughs> like Baroque or something, yeah. like classic. Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, favorite person that you've shot with to date? To date? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Dancer or otherwise? Anyone. 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 I mean, Whiteside, you can't go wrong. I'm going to say it was his birthday. He's definitely on my mind, but just so brilliant. So mm-hmm. James Whiteside. Um, if you could photograph any subject, living or dead, who would it be? So we'll, we'll give you like three or four. Yeah. Oh, really? You can just sure. rattle them off. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a living or Obama, of course. Uh-huh. Okay. Just because. Yeah. Yeah. Because Obama. Uh- <laughs> I'm sure he listens, so we'll. Yeah. Shout out to Obama. <laughs> I want to do a portrait shoot with you and your wife. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Erin. It's so fun Aaron. being here. So I much. That's like interesting to somebody. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. If you would like to support the Conversations on Dance podcast, there are a few ways that you can help. Click over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Download episodes when you listen to allow our analytics to better understand our listenership. Join our Facebook group, Conversations on Dance, Friends of the Pod, or you can offer a donation. 
Conversations on Dance has always been and will always be free to our listeners. You can help us continue to create and produce this unique behind-the-curtain look at the dance world by visiting conversationsondancepod.com support. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.